Space. This is it. Here we are. Let's be here. Now. How are you? What you up to right now is you hear the words that I recorded and recording. What's on your mind this week? I can feel that I've got... mm, Let's see. Probably 55% of the energy that I feel like I usually have when I record these podcasts. I think on the episode Burnout Blues, that was the fourth episode i want to say i think i had i was low energy um but it was of a different kind i'm not feeling really burnt out and depressed right now um but i do feel low energy and uh yeah so today will probably be a short episode and that's cool it's nice to have you know go from long to short to Everywhere in between. I think one podcast episode I had was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And that was the the fundamentals of procrastination, if I remember correctly. Um, but I'm in no rush today either. I just feel like it's going to be short. So the past week has been overall pretty great. Actually, um, you know, as far as my spiritual practice is concerned, which kind of extends into the rest of my life, I think it's been really good. I think I've been developing momentum to help me remember what it is I'm here doing. What it is I'm here doing? Yeah. <laughs> And what's available to me at all times, you know, the the sort of the states that are available to me at all times, if I'm willing to be more flexible with my awareness and what I believe to be possible for myself, I think that's a, it's a big growth area for me that I feel myself, you know, I, I, I leave the, the practice of being in shape with, with like my imagination and my willingness to embrace what I want. And then I kind of go and I might fall out of shape a little bit with it and not practice as much, just like if I wasn't, you know, running. And then, so then my endurance for my particular meditations gets to be less, 
uh, less easy, I guess, in a way, but also just a little more forced. You know, it's like when you're first getting back into a routine or a exercise or something, it feels a little bit forced because I think I think what it is is it's the when we come up against something like that, it's the difference between what we know we've been capable of before and what we experience ourselves being capable of in that moment. So if I know that I've been able to do 50 push-ups at a time, but I'm way out of shape and my body is in a different state, but I have memory of being able to do 50 push-ups, then, you know, the day I try again and I can only do 20, it's uh, it's like a strange feeling. And I think the the best thing we can do for ourselves in that moment is remember that because we could do, you know, the 50 push-ups, that it's very much so possible and more possible than previously because we've treaded this path, we've gone over this path before. Um, And I think I've been remembering that kind of thing this past week. I've been doing a lot of work with Neville Goddard material and reminding myself that like in every moment, everything that comes in my head throughout the day, I have I have an opportunity to turn it into what I want to experience in my life and not be sort of taken hostage by my fears and instead take any fear that comes into my head as a as an opportunity to imagine the best for myself and imagine what I want and imagine the best for my loved ones and my friends and my, you know, extended family and everybody and the whole world really. Yeah. So that, that I've been reflecting on and I've been, meditation has been great. I've had a few days where I come out of meditation and I'm like, I'm pretty blissed out and I, and I'm like, Oh yeah, right. Okay. And, and I sort of, I realize, like, I don't have to, you know, in one sense, I shouldn't hold on to it too tightly, like any any particular experience I have during or after meditation. But at the same time, like, I can appreciate that meditation is a powerful technique and practice. Um, so, yeah. Damn, I'm not very lively today, am I? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. You know, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm trying to just reveal myself every once a week, every week in this podcast. And sometimes I'll have a lot to say. Sometimes I may have a lot to say anyway, but not a lot of energy. And, um, I appreciate that you show up to listen. I appreciate that I show up to talk and to express what's going on with me. And regardless, you know, um, so what am I feeling about my practice right now? I feel, I feel optimistic about it. I feel that 
I'm in a great place to just do this shit, like just to do it. And I don't need to think so much about if what I'm doing is the right thing and if I should be focused on something else. Instead, I can just let my focus be on what it's on now and the practices that I'm doing now. And let that be what I act upon and what I do and what I enact for myself, really. Um, yeah. So, so that's been my... my trajectory, I'd say. But that being said, I do feel exhausted right now. <laughs> and um, I've been, I think it's sort of like emotional, mental exhaustion because I, ha I haven't been like exercising a ton or something. It's not like I just came in from running five miles or something. I'm, I feel pretty physically okay i mean i feel physically tired but i think it comes from my my mind like i'm i've just been thinking a lot about the next steps of my life and like you know being able to afford to do the things that i think i am supposed to do slash the things i want to do and kind of a i feel like it's an approach of lack, I think. And I think when I approach things from a place of lack, they're particularly tiring. Um, they take up a lot of energy, and I think that's part of it. Um, and, I mean, this, thinking about it like that, this is the spiritual work that I'm currently doing is is working with myself on what I desire and what that means for what I'm going to do in my everyday life right now and what I'm going to imagine for myself. I mean, what do I want to experience in this life? Like, what do I want to happen in front of me? Like, what do I want to, like, first-person sense, like, like, what do I want to experience in front of me firsthand in this life? And can I imagine it? Is it, does it feel right to imagine it? And is it, does it fill me with excitement and fulfillment and almost urgency, but urgency like excitement, not urgency like pressure? More like, holy shit, this is great. This is gonna, this is what I'm gonna experience. Awesome. As opposed to, holy shit, oh, now I gotta do all this stuff to, okay. You know what I mean? There's like, there are different ways of going about it. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of what I've been thinking about and, and what I've been working on is, is the, really what I desire and, and, and practicing the, the techniques, so to speak, involved with forming my mind 
around an aim, a goal, a state, a path that fills me with passion, creative fulfillment, and spiritual independence. I feel as if the path forward involves a brave, patient, and idealistic approach. Something that can be difficult, can be challenging, when there's a lot of space between those moments of optimism and idealism and sort of a relaxed expectation. Space, just like the space between those words that I was saying for the last minute or so. That kind of space, you know, where you hear, some, hear a word or, for example, you experience something or you feel optimistic and then there's space and then you experience some optimism again and then there's space again. And in that space, it's just space. It's just uncertain. And you just sit there with it. And what can be challenging is, well, certainly, <laughs> certainly the uncertainty can be challenging. But potentially more challenging is when we may be out of habit, work to fill that space, not even work. The space gets filled because maybe at a deep level, a subtle level, after a while of sitting in empty space like that and being uncertain and being patient, we decide that it's more bearable maybe to fill it with fear, to fill it with fear, to fill it with things that in our minds give us a reason to slow down, to feel more stuck, but give us sort of a false sense of being grounded. And that 
that can turn into habits and patterns as coping strategies for uncertainty is you feel uncertain about something and then within that uncertainty what fills that imaginative space is fears about unwarranted unwanted circumstances or situations that are really just there to fill the space. And they don't really do what they are hoped to do, sort of. You know, like if if you're in fear of a particular situation and this space is filled up with fear over the way something is going to turn out and if it's going to turn out badly or dreadfully, then maybe the thought is that that's set up to protect you so that you don't go down that path. But maybe it's not actually protecting you from anything because there's nothing you need to be protected from. And it's instead a habitual tendency, a habitual pattern of imagination, of imaginative power that's being used to anticipate unwanted circumstances. However, there are no unwanted circumstances to be protected from. There's just space. There's just uncertainty. There's just limbo. And what if when we're in that space, in that limbo, if we take that opportunity to imagine the best, to imagine what we want, and to anticipate what we want. Not just want it, but anticipate it. Feel what it feels like to anticipate it. And move and act and live as if we're anticipating it. And maybe we never have full certainty. Or maybe it never feels as certain as we're made to think that our fears can be certain. But either way, it's our imagination we're using. And at a certain point, if we are imagining the worst and think that it's in order to protect us, which means that we're going to continue imagining the worst in order to protect ourselves. And then the worst really happens, or our fears really do come true. That's a peculiar position to be in. 
And I don't think I want to live in those chains of events any longer in my lifetime. I think I'm ready to redeem those moments, those areas, those uncertain spaces with the idealistic faith that I know I'm capable of. And when or if I forget that I can just drop it. If I forget and I'm circling fears and, and contemplating fears and contemplating what I don't want to happen, I can, and I realize it because of course I'm going to realize it because I meditate or I watch my thoughts or I have mantra or whatever. I mean, we all have different ways where we unwind and have a chance to look inside. However you do that, that's when it's time to just drop it. Just drop the fear. Just drop the, the feeling like the worst is going to happen or that you've got to prepare for the worst or something. Just drop it and turn around. Get back up. Flip the boat over. Get back on the horse. Get back into the yoga posture, whatever metaphor you want to use. Just go back to the balancing act. Like, get back into the the spot. And that's a practice in and of itself. When we catch ourselves, whether it's in meditation, we're lost in a thought that's related to something that we're afraid of or something like that, or we're worried about, and we catch ourselves there. You know, don't finish tying that knot, just drop it. And if you're in meditation, come back to the breath. Or better yet, if you want to, imagine the best. If you want to redirect that energy and you come back and the coming back to the breath already takes you out of it and you drop it, then imagine the best. And develop that as a habit so that when that space is, is empty, and you have that empty space that's uncertain. You can fill that with what you really want. Whether that is letting it be open, uncertain space, and allowing yourself the chance to experience the peace of that once you surrender to it, or doing that as well as doing the maybe at first uncertain practice of imagining what you want and letting yourself feel what it would be like to experience what you want so that you can get used to it. I mean, why not? We make ourselves used to our fears all the time. (laughs) Why not let that stuff go? And create a habit and a pattern and a practice that 
fills us with joy. I wonder what I should title this podcast. I had thought of becoming and going. And I kind of like that actually. And, and I, but how does that work? Becoming and going, how does that work with what I ended up talking about? <laughs> well, actually it does. It's when I was thinking about it, I mean, certainly there's the pun of coming and going. And so becoming and going, but I mean, this is about what we want to become what we want to experience, what we want to be, and how we want that to embody itself in our world right in front of us, with us. And I, I really need to hear everything that, you know, I'm talking about here. This is like a, it's almost like it's like one variation of me speaks like this and then the other variation of me is the is what i mention happening at times where the fear is is so habitual and so so sticky and 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 weird but i I'm losing my my attachment to it. And it's not like it doesn't still taste good. You know what I mean? Like it's not like McDonald's french fries don't still taste good. But maybe I'm just not as interested in them as often anymore. And maybe I'd really like to spend some time living in a world where I feel at peace. I want that for all of us. So I think that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. This was a cool experience, speaking slowly and spaciously and making that the sort of a, in some ways I, I kind of want it to be an analogy for what I'm talking about. Like as you listen, that's what I mean by uncertainty. All right. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't checked out my Patreon, you can, you know, go on there and see all my demos that I put up there. It's just a lot of unreleased music and occasionally graphics and different things, but lots of unreleased music. Everything I make on stream goes up there now. Um, so, yeah, check me out there if you feel like listening to some of my unreleased stuff. And. 
I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. I love you. I'll see you soon. Here's to remembering who we are. Peace.